All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. What's up, Oilers fans? Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Oilers Nation After Dark. The Edmonton Oilers victorious 6-3 over the LA Kings. Finally, a game where you could sit back, relax just a little bit, and enjoy it. The Edmonton Oilers looking very good on this occasion, now leading three games to two. The series now shifts back to Los Angeles on Saturday. So you got some time to sit back, take it easy, perhaps enjoy the NFL draft or some other series, or the Jays, whatever else you want to do. Saturday, Oilers with a chance to move on to the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Today on the show, we will be joined by Zach Lang of Oilers Nation and Daily Faceoff, as well as Cam, uh, both guys right for the Blue Jays too. Maybe we'll talk a little Jays. It's positive here on Oilers Nation After Dark. We've got Gavin, the producer, on with us tonight as well. Uh, in a second here, we will get to the Good, the Bad, the Oily, brought to you by Cornerstone Insurance. But just want to give a quick shout-out to everyone on the YouTube chat right now, uh, I see a bunch of the regulars. We got Scotty, Ewan, Kimberly, QF Pro. Oh, hey, there's ZJ Lang, Jacob, Tyson, Cheryl, Kyle, Aaron, Scotty. I think I already said that. Kyle, Rusty, Colton. Shout out to you guys for tuning in tonight. Make sure you hit that like button on YouTube, on Facebook. I see Megan, Jennifer, Frank, Sherry, Jessica, Brian, Justin, Tim. Thank you guys all for joining us on the show tonight. Um, Last time we had Liam on the program, and I said, let's hit the uh, banana emojis, blow it up. I'm going to say, fire off the emojis that best show your feeling tonight after the Oilers with the big 6-3 win. Bonnie already, Oilers with the fire emoji. Emojis, that's what we're going to start to do here on Oilers Nation After Dark. Right now, though, let's get to the good, the bad, the oily, brought to you by Cornerstone Insurance. 
As usual, the good, the bad, the oily, brought to you by Cornerstone Insurance. You can visit cornerstoneins.ca slash nation to get an online tenant or condo insurance quote in just a few minutes and use discount code nation for an exclusive rate. Find out why Cornerstone Insurance Brokers are ranked amongst the best in Alberta. I see some hearts. I see some nerd faces. I see claps. I see explosions. Oh, Mattis. Matus, you got the Australian flag in there. Shout out to Australia as well. Let's bring in Zach Lang to run through the good, the bad, the oily here. Zach, uh, positive vibes tonight. Yeah, absolutely, man. You got to feel good after that one. Um, what a what an absolute huge victory for this team. You know, putting together two in a row, and we got the Kings on the brink of elimination. Connor, I mean, what more can you ask for right now? Hundred percent. I mean, you go back uh, what forty eight hours, maybe a little bit more. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers down 3 nothing after 20 minutes. I don't think too many of us had thought we'd be here, but here we are. The Oilers have a 3-2 series lead, and the shifting back to Los Angeles, like we said on Saturday, some days in between here. Uh, Zach, there was lots to choose from tonight for the good, uh, but we settled with offense, offense, offense. Six goals by the Edmonton Oilers tonight, and uh, not just from the usual suspects. Uh, yeah, Leon Dreisaitl did his thing. Evander Kane, Zach Hyman, who's you know starting to heat up using his face to score goals, but you're also getting the goals from Nick Bustad a couple. Uh, really good to see this offense finally break out. Yeah, absolutely, right? I mean, this is something we were waiting for earlier in this series. You know, I kind of wrote about it after the first game or two, um, you know, kind of talking about how the Oilers – Big guys need to insert themselves into this series, you know, talking about the Evander Canes, talking about the Zach Hyman's, you know, a guy we're still waiting for is Ryan Nugent Hopkins, right? You know, held to only one assist here tonight. Um, but these are the guys that the Oilers need to rely on as well as Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. And I mean, what more can you say, you know, about the big guns, right? Dreisaitl, a beautiful goal, you know, down in front earlier in the game. Connor McDavid, another two-point performance with two assists out there. Um, you know, all in all, it was a, a real solid performance. And and the thing is, too, is like two goals from Nick Big Jug's dad, right? <laughs> like, I mean, I think that was great to see as well. You know, some depth scoring uh, coming through for this team. You know, I thought it was really interesting to see him bumped up into a top six role the way that he was. But, hey, let's not forget that, you know, that's what this guy was doing in Arizona all year. Like, he was playing a top six role with the Coyotes. Um, so I thought he slid up there really well. And looked uh, real solid tonight. Uh, Corey on Facebook says, off to bed. Awesome game. Go Oilers. Uh, Corey, we appreciate you stopping in for a couple minutes here. Uh, a lot of people fired up with what we saw tonight. And uh, Brett Kulak, I mean, I've kind of been pumping his tires after every game here for on Oilers Nation after dark. I've loved what he's doing. Uh, it looks like he's turned it up a notch in the playoffs. So good to see him get on the score sheet as well. But first career playoff goal? Is that what they said? Like, pretty crazy. Yeah, that's what they were saying. Yeah, it was pretty great to see. All right, Zach, uh, we, we do the good, and then we have to do something that's bad. That's just part of the segment. And, you know, this one, it's a three-day wait. I, I don't know if it's necessarily bad. I think this might be kind of a good thing for the Oilers. Uh, we know that Evander Kane's undergoing something, but for the fans coming off that performance, maybe you just want to play that game tomorrow because the Oilers, you know, everything was going their way. Yeah, honestly, I mean, I think it's a bit of a double-edged sword, right? And I kind of lean a little more towards the fact that, you know, this is probably a good thing for the Oilers, right? You know, you take a look at, uh, you know, the minutes tonight. Leon Dreisaitl, only 21 minutes. Darnell Nurse, only 21 minutes. McDavid, 19 minutes. You know, Jay Woodcroft, if he really needed to, could have kind of ran these guys into the ground a little bit and played them upwards of 30 minutes. I know that was something that uh, Elliot Friedman was talking about in the first intermission of the game. 
but they didn't have to do that, right? So, you know, everybody got a pretty fair share of minutes. I mean, Clem Costney played 10 minutes tonight. Philip Roberg, you know, 814. Um, that's a significant little bump for where those guys were at, uh, you know, as of late here in, in these last couple of games. So, you know, everybody gets a, a fair share of the, the pie tonight. And, you know, a couple of days of rest, I don't think is going to be a bad thing. But, you know, then the fan in me is kind of like, okay, like now we just have to wait three days, four days until, you know, these two teams meet again. Um, but I think there's a couple of guys on the Oilers that are going to need some ice packs after this one. 100%. And I mean, Zach, uh, I know you're a Chicago Bears fan. You got the NFL draft coming up. So something to look out for in a couple days here. Uh, Saturday will be here in no time and it's going to be awesome. Okay, we have to get to the Oily here as well. The Oily tonight, Zach Hyman show. And he didn't get credit for that second goal. But I don't think the goal goes in without him driving the net in the fashion that he did. Uh, he won the game on Sunday. Uh, he scores a goal off his face. We kind of joked he's channeling his inner Ryan Smith right now. Zach Hyman, uh, you know, he was a little bit, uh, I don't want to say invisible, but not what we were used to from the regular season in the first couple games of this series. But, you know, he's certainly making up for it now. Yeah, he certainly is. I mean, you look at the way that he's played and he, he's looked real solid in the last, uh, you know, the last two games here, four and five, you know, just kind of seems to be finding his stride and, you know, the pucks are kind of going in for him now, right? I still think that, you know, he had a pretty tough go in those first three games. I think a couple of guys did too, right? Nugent Hopkins wasn't very involved. You know, Evander Kane was struggling to find his way. I mean, Kyler Yamamoto, this is something we can talk a little bit more about too, Connor. But, you know, that's a guy who's really struggled to find his game here in these playoffs. Uh, so much so that he was demoted down to like the fourth line for the Oilers tonight. You know, I was taking a look at it, Connor. Uh, Kyler Yamamoto played 11-12 um, all season long. That is his lowest time on ice for uh, for a game that he completed. Um, or sorry, actually, his second lowest time on ice. Uh, the lowest time on ice he had was 649 in a uh, game in November. I think he might have got hurt in that one, though. So, um, you know, clearly a bit of a message being sent to Yamamoto. Um, you know, his game has not been good enough in the last two nights. You know, you think back to the one goal. Uh, I can't remember who it was that scored uh, Frelly the other night where, you know, Yamamoto was on the back check and kind of totally let his man go. You know, and then it kind of happened again tonight, too, where, you know, he didn't quite get back in time the way that he needed to, uh, nor was he hard enough on the, the Kings player. So that's going to be a, an interesting thing to watch here uh, heading into game six is, is how they manage this roster again. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, kind of just let him go when Darnell Nurse was puck watching. And I think it was the first goal of the game, uh, last game. And you're right, uh, just looking at his minutes, he played 18, 15, 15, 18 in the first four games and uh, put down to that that last line there with clean cost. I mean, I, I thought they were okay. I mean, they're limited ice time, noticeable, but Kyler Yamamoto, I mean, the message has to be sent. Uh, you're playing in the top six. At some point, you do have to break out offensively, and, uh, you know, he's suffering the consequences now. And then the Oilers go out and score six goals. So uh, maybe they found the, the key there to victory going forward. Uh, before we bring in Cam, and, and that will happen very soon here, just want to get to uh, the uh, Boston Pizza Fanalytics, some numbers that were shared during the game. Uh, when you look at the first five playoff games or first five games of a playoff, Evan Bouchard now has eight points. In Oilers history, only Charlie Huddy and Paul Coffey have more than that, which is pretty impressive. And then you also look at how long it took a player to get to 40 career playoff assists. Uh, it took Connor McDavid 42 games. and uh, That's only behind Peter Stastny, Leon Dreisaitl, Mario Lemieux, Ken Lindsman, the Rat, and Wayne Gretzky. So uh, some numbers there for you, powered by Boston Pizza Fanalytics menu. 
check it out. They've got some amazing stuff there at Boston Pizza, and uh, there are some numbers just to throw your way. Okay, let's bring in Cam right now to break down and share some of his thoughts. Uh, Cam, I, I assume you heard the good, the bad, the oily. Uh, you know, we talked about the offense. We talked about waiting until Saturday for another game, and then Zach Hyman finding his game. Uh, anything you want to touch on from those topics? Sure, I can jump in and say Zach Hyman today. And I mean, people have made this comparison in the past, but – Today, with it being a playoff game, I think kind of really cemented it that he's this generation's Ryan Smith. He's the new Smitty on this team. Seeing him go to the net and take that puck off of his face and have that go in, and then later in the game, crash the net and knock it off and score a goal doing that. You know, you see him on the bench getting attention for having the puck drill him in the face, and he just keeps going a few shifts later and does the exact same thing again. That's that's what you love to see. It reminds you of Ryan Smith back in 2006 when Chris Pronger takes that like clapper of a breakout pass and drills him in the face and he loses a few teeth and then he just comes right back out. So that was the memory that stuck out for me in this game, which is a, a pleasant thing to remember when you're watching an Oilers hockey game. Cam, uh, Ryan Smith, uh, Zach Hyman, who had the better hair? Oh, I have to go with Smitty for sure. That's iconic. <laughs> uh, let's talk very quickly about the goaltending and uh, Stuart Skinner obviously we know what happened in game 4 pulled uh, after allowing 3 goals I wouldn't have put all those goals on him but I mean the message was certainly sent and the team responded with Jack Campbell between the pipes uh, tonight uh, 25 shots he allows three, or twenty. Sorry, 25 saves on 28 shots allows 3 goals save percentage just under 9 uh, better than the Kings he outdueled the Kings goaltenders uh, Zach what did you make of Stuart Skinner in his return yeah, I thought he looked solid. I mean, I think Skinner's struggled a little bit at the start of these playoffs, right? I think, um, you know, he's still kind of trying to find his way a little bit right now. You know, at the end of the day, this is still a, te- a Kings team that, that has some offensive firepower. You know, they don't necessarily have the big dogs that the Oilers do, um, but what they have is a lot of depth and a lot of guys that can still find their way onto the score sheet, right? Um, you know, so I think Skinner's going to, you know, find his way a little bit here and, you know, he's had a couple of rough games, but he's still, you know, was able to, to hold strong for the Oilers towards the end of the game there. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what game six brings. Cam, were you on board to go back to Skinner? And, and what did you think of his performance? Yeah, I think I was. I mean, there was an argument to be made in favor of Campbell because he came in and he was quite good, though. I mean, I think you, you look at the results, you know, he only allows the one goal and he makes that huge stop with four or five minutes left on the breakaway. And you're like, oh, yeah, that was a fantastic go for Jack Campbell. But I don't think there's been really too many instances during the regular season where Campbell was good for a prolonged period of time. So I think you just, you know, you 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 smile that you got that relief performance out of Campbell. It led you to win a game that, you know, really turned the series around for you. But then you go back to the guy who has all season been consistent for you. I mean, Skinner's had some bad games here and there, and he hasn't been spectacular in the playoffs. But, you know, this is a rookie in his first go in a playoff series. He's been great for you all year. I think it's the right move to continue riding with him being your guy. But, I mean, if he had come out today and laid an egg, then it probably would have made sense to give Jack Campbell the net. But I wouldn't be comfortable, you know, giving that to Campbell after just a small sample size, one performance thing. Skinner's been the guy all year. Uh, the chat's going crazy right now on YouTube and Facebook. Make sure you hit that like button. I saw Aaron Bordado, our producer. What a night at the Moss Pit, people. Aaron, uh, thank you for tuning in tonight. We do appreciate that. Aaron, on Saturday, will be down at Greta, 
hosting the Oilers Nation official watch party. It's your destination for away playoff games with the Empton Oilers involved. If you want to reserve a table, make sure you go to gretabar.com slash book, or you can text 587-418-8507. They'll be giving away prizes. Of course, there's going to be drinks flowing. There's going to be a pop-up shop where you can get your nation gear, like the shirt behind me here. I've mentioned that a few times. I don't want to wear it because it's worked out well, and I'd be blocking off half of it, but you can see Zach modeling it there he's got the black and blue one we got the white and orange one if you want to check out anything uh pick that up oh that looks so nice uh nationgear.ca check it out on social media at nation gear got the two colors there they got the dry saddle they got hats they got all sorts of stuff check it out nation gear and again if you want to go hang out with our producer half the time i don't, I, I don't know who's the starter who's the backup producer at this point because it's kind of 50 50 we got like a boston Bruins situation almost uh with gavin and aaron but uh you can hang out with aaron on saturday you guys gonna be down there uh cam you gonna you gonna hang out there that's a good question i don't know they've um they 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 won the games when i wasn't there so i'm kind of thinking am i going to be a curse if i am there so it's kind of hard to say i kind of have to keep myself in the routine of the way things went tonight because it felt like the most commanding victory so I think it might be another another evening at home for me. Team player. Zach, what do you think? No, I'm actually not going to be down there. I'm going to be doing my thing uh, with the clipping and stuff. And my mom's actually going to be in town this weekend. Uh, she's coming up from Calgary. So I'm going to be uh, uh, enjoying game six with her at home. I like it. I like it. Uh, looking back here and uh, going just through the stats here, and we kind of talked about uh, some of the uh, minutes played. Kyler Yamamoto, obviously, on the forward side, uh, not getting too many. I mean, 11, it's not that bad. We've seen it worse in the playoffs. Clean cost at times has gotten less. He got 10-17 tonight. Uh, Vinny DeArnay, there was people on this show last edition, Oilers Nation After Dark on Sunday. My days are all just melting together here. That thought potentially Vinny DeArnay should come out of the lineup. I was the one who said playing devil's advocate. You know, he he would get the ideal matchups here at home. Maybe he is a bit of a liability in certain situations, but you know, he's part of the PK. Yeah. Bounce back performance. Cam, what did you think? Yeah, that's, I, I didn't love the idea necessarily of bringing him out of the lineup. I think that there's an opportunity with the seven defensemen to give Philip Broberg more reps at even strength. And I think he fits in nicely with Brett Kulak. They're both kind of similar versatile defensemen who can, play either side. They both skate incredibly well. That's nice. You know, the, the Kings are a team that like to chip and chase. They fire the puck back there. And then you have two very mobile defensemen who can break it out quite quickly. And I think that was kind of the challenge for Dayarnay. He kind of got exposed in this series because the Kings do have quite a bit of speed. He'll be more helpful for the Oilers in a different playoff series with teams that are, you know, bigger and slower and cycle more. But regardless, I think it's worthwhile to keep uh, Dayarnay in the lineup just for the penalty killing. You know, we all remember what the first half of the season looked like when they didn't have a guy who could, you know, clear the front of the net or have their stick take up most of the slot when they're swinging it around. Darinez was a game changer for the penalty kill. And I think if they took him out of the lineup just because they didn't like his game at even strength, they'd, they'd wind up missing something with, with him not playing. Zach, I mean, I, I think that's a good point by Cam there later on in the playoffs different matchups you can use uh what did you think of the way uh the defense and i guess the way they were put out there in situations broberg uh day kind of trying to find them in opera or give them in the the best opportunity to have success yeah i think that's exactly what you got to do with guys like philip broberg and vincent day right um you know i thought that philip broberg had a really strong showing in game four I went back and watched that tape, and I thought he did a lot of little things really well, and I thought he fit better into the lineup than DeArnay did 
or does at this point against the LA Kings. You know, if you take a look at the way this series has kind of gone, you know, those first two and a half, well, those first three games really were these big, heavy, physical, hard checking, lots of penalties, you know, lots of BS after the whistle kind of games, right? And then it feels like in the last, you know, game four, game five here tonight, it's kind of settled down into a more end-to-end style of hockey. And I think that that facilitates a bit of a better game for, for Philip Broberg. You know, he's a stronger skater. He can move the puck. He, he's a little stronger with it on his stick. But I, I do agree with Coombsy in that, you know, there's there's room for both of these guys out there. Um, and I think that going 11-7 and seven will continue to work for this team uh, through the playoffs. Uh, looking here on the YouTube chat, Christopher says, shout out to Zach's mom. Yeah, I, I don't know if she's watching, Zach, but uh, shout out to your mom. Uh, she awesome, is. she's going to come visit you. Uh, it was funny, we had Liam's dad watching on Sunday for uh, his pre-birthday edition of this show. So Liam's uh, dad's the big man. Yeah. Big uh, God, big one man. day. One day I hope to meet him. He, he raised a fine young man. Uh, Joe Covey says, Kane is hungry and Hyman is busting. They could eat Brossois for sure, says Cheeks. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I personally think this is one of the tougher matchups for the Oilers in the playoffs. First round, the LA Kings, a team that can, you know, shut it down, and we've seen them do so a bit here. Here's a stat for you guys. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers power play in the playoffs. Uh, in game one, one for three. In game two, one for one. In game three, two for four. In games four and five, two for three. That's eight for 14 in the playoffs. 57%, if my math is correct. Uh, Zach, I mean, the power play. I thought the Kings, the first time these two teams played, did a very good job kind of breaking up the power play, but the, the, somehow the power play has been even better than it was in the regular season. Uh, what have you seen from them? Yeah, it's pretty remarkable. I think they're just continuing to build off the success that they had in the regular season. You know, they do such a good job of moving the puck around. And it makes it really difficult for opposing teams, and especially the LA Kings, to really try and track the puck in the offensive zone, right? You know, something that's kind of remarkable to think about too is the fact that, you know, Vander Kane's goal came on the power play and that was actually the Edmonton Oilers' first goal all season from the second power play unit. Like, it's it's hard to believe, but it's true. You know, the that group of five that's been out there all season, um, you know, Nugent Hopkins, McDavid, Dreisaitl, Zach Hyman, Tyson Berry, then Evan Bouchard have just been so good. You know, they play a minute 45, a minute 50 of every power play and really don't let that second unit get a chance. Um, I think they're just going to continue to build off the success that they've had uh, from the regular season. What do you think, Cam? What? Uh, what? Do, I mean, I don't know. How, how do you slow down this power play? What? What? What do opposing teams look to do? I, I don't know what there is. I guess you just pay off the refs. Do whatever. Um, <laughs> I mean, tongue in cheek, tongue in cheek, sarcastic. I'm not. I'm not being serious. But do whatever the LA Kings did in the early few games of the series. It really feels like the refing is kind of tilted back more to normal it felt like i mean we all talked about this every single time we do the show early in the se- early in the series when it was frustrating felt like everything was being called but then you look at this game the others only took two penalties and la took four there was uh um i think it was in the first three games the oilers and kings had the biggest penalty differential and it was obviously in la's favor they had had seven more power play opportunities than the oilers had through three games and that was despite the oilers um dominating them in terms of shots throughout the entire series so it was nuts to see like okay there's here's one team that's like clearly dictating play and they're not getting called well here we are now and the series has kind of shifted the things are being called in the kings and the oilers are getting the power play opportunities and it's just you can see the difference between the two teams when the game is called 
normally, like the Oilers expect. And then their power play gets to go. Even a team that's good defensively like L.A., I mean, they're one of the better defensive teams out there, I'd say. And even they can't do anything about it. It's just there's a reason that they put up the best power play percentage of all time. That's an insane thing to do, like a record that who would even think that that would happen? It's nuts. And there's just no way for a team to stop it. That's just that's just where they're at. I had someone, and I, I'm not sure where it was. It might have been Twitter. It might have been uh, the text line at 10, 12, 60, say, why don't teams just put a man on Connor McDavid? And I was just thinking, I mean, that would be a bold strategy, but okay, so go four on three and dry saddle and Nuge and Hyman and, you know, Bouchard, they'll beat you. And McDavid, as soon as he starts skating around, he's going to lose his guy. Uh, Alicia says, stay out of the box. That was a way to slow down the Oilers' power play. It is, but in this series, they've got three, four, three, three. Uh, only game two, they had one, and they went one for one. I think, you know, if the refs are calling by the book, you have to give the Oilers power plays because Connor McDavid is impeded one or two times uh, when he's just flying the zone. Like he, he's just too fast. The only way you slow him down is if you grab him. So that's, that's I guess, easier said than done. Uh, the LA Kings tonight only won power play, 0 for 1. So the Oilers PK, nice night for them as well. Uh, just going to go back into the chat here and uh, see what's going on here. A lot of people kind of looking ahead. Uh, remember, the Oilers do need to wrap it up still. They haven't won the game. And we'll we'll go from there, but uh, yeah, let's. Uh, there's a lot of confidence right now. Um, well, we had one from Basam here on Facebook, and he had said if the Oilers played discipline from Game One, this series would have been over by now. Yeah, Zach, I think we'd agree on that. Hey, yeah, I think so for sure. I mean, you look at the the underlying numbers. You know, from Game One, Two, and Three, the Oilers really dominated those games. And credit where it's due to Corbisalo, who did a really good job of kind of shutting the door early on in the series, but the Oilers have now uh, remembered, realized, learned, I don't know what you want to call it. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That you can beat Jonas Corpusalo by just going upstairs on him. Um, you know, you take a look at the goals that were scored in Game Four, games that were scored here again. Um, Vander Kane's goals in both games, Zach Hyman's goal uh, in Game Four, Drysaddle's goal here in Game Five. You know, these were all shots that were put upstairs over Corpusalo, uh, who really kind of gets deep in his crease down in the butterfly position. 
Uh, I'm not no goalie expert, but apparently that's that's what that's called. Um, so there's some people talking about it that are a lot smarter than me about goaltending on Twitter tonight. Um, so you know the Oilers have a have a good chance to kind of continue to build here. And yeah, you know should have it been you know the Oilers in four, Oilers in five. Yeah, maybe, but you know what? It's the NHL playoffs, right? And at the end of the day, the margins here are incredibly thin as they always are in any series. I mean, take a look at what's going on between Seattle and Colorado right now. That series is tied up at four. I mean, I don't think anybody in their right mind, you know, had had thought that the Kraken would, you know, be tied up at two here after four games, forcing a best of three. And there's a legitimate chance that Seattle could upset here and take out Colorado, right? Um, the margins are really thin. So, you know, I think uh, at the end of the day, I think we're, we're in a good spot right now, the Oilers, and, and uh, you know, see what uh, comes next on Saturday. Yeah, shout out to uh, Jordan Eberle, overtime winner yesterday. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you guys saw the Kale McCarr play. I was rooting for Seattle after that one. I thought that was a trash play from Kale McCarr. He'll be suspended for one game. And uh, yeah, advantageous for the Seattle Kraken. On Facebook, Karen says, I don't know if this is a typo or if you're saying buys, but uh, if it's just an Easterner accent uh, or Nova, wherever, wherever. I love it. I love it. Buys, this was an amazing game. So much fire tonight. Uh, we've got Chadwick says, go Oilers, go. Todd says, huge comeback game for Nurse. Five hits, two blocks, two points. They need him to do this if the team is going to win the cup. And Jessica says, that Seattle series is crazy. Uh, they're no Nurse camp. Polarizing guy. Seems like we could probably ask this question every single night. That we do Oilers Nation after dark. Uh, like Todd says, five hits, five blocks, two points. What did you make of Darnell Nurse tonight? I think he does He does a good job. He he he. he it's a hard time for... And I mean, the fans are always kind of just generally all over him because of the contract. That's just, it's generally things like that that make a player so polarizing because it's a lightning rod for the entire discussion, whether you're on the Ken Holland side or you're not on the Ken Holland side, are you happy with the decisions or not? Oh, I don't like that they bridged him and then signed to the deal. There's so much, you know, so many layers of context to why people get annoyed watching Darnell Nurse play hockey. But if you just take a step back and kind of, divorce yourself from the thought about the contract what he's being paid you know the guy logs a tremendous amount of minutes he's a versatile player he makes some boneheaded plays but i mean i don't know i think he's he's had a really strong season in my opinion i think if 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 he was out of the lineup for an extended period of time you'd really feel his absence it's it's not quite as much now that they have more depth in the blue line with matthias Ekholm there he doesn't have to deal with quite so much and I think that because of that, since he's not having to take on extreme minutes, he's still taking on heavy minutes and he's doing a better job with it than before. I think he's a, he's a player that's almost become underrated because of how, how prone fans can be to criticizing him because of the contract. Yeah, Kent agrees, says it was but much better, still does dumb things. The cross-checking penalty he took was totally unnecessary. Yeah, I mean, that's just kind of sprinkled in this entire series for the Oilers as a whole, taking unnecessary penalties. Uh, but yeah, certainly 2443 uh, time on ice tonight. Matias Ekholm 2506. Evan Bouchard uh, with the four minutes of power play time got up to 28 minutes played. Uh, Evan Bouchard, I mean, since the trade, and it was funny because we have people critical of the power play. Well, the power play is working just fine. And since he's been able to play with Matias Ekholm, I mean, he, he just is similar to having, I guess, Duncan Keith with him, just uh, that veteran presence. What have you thought of uh, Evan Bouchard's play, Zach? Well, I mean, I've said it before. I'll say it again. You know, separate of playing with Matthias Ekholm, 
This was a player who was taking steps forward in his game this season. Um, has Matthias Ekholm helped? Absolutely. But, you know, there's times on the ice where Bouchard's not out there with Matthias Ekholm. Take a look at what he's been able to do on the power play and the Oilers. Their ability to get more shots on net from the point has been significant. The Oilers' power play percentage jumped from, like, I think 31% to, like, 36% with Evan Bouchard on it. Uh, a 5% jump on a power play unit is a significant, significant number, especially when you're converting the way that the Edmonton Oilers do. Evan Bouchard is going to be a very, very good defenseman for a very, very long time in the NHL. He is going to be a elite puck mover who is going to put up, you know, 60, 70, maybe even 80 points on a very, very regular basis over the course of a full season. You know, you take a look at what he's just done down the stretch this season and the production that he's had and even leading into the playoffs here. You know, he ended the regular season with 40 points in 82 games. He came into this game tonight leading defenseman in scoring uh, in the playoffs. You know, I think there's a very, very bright future here for Evan Bouchard on the point. Uh, someone brought up, uh, how big is Bukestad? He's 6'6", 209. That's what he's listed. So, yeah, he is a big dude out there. He's got the long reach. And uh, you know what? My my phone was on the wrong game. So I just lied to you guys all about minutes. Nobody called me out on it. Evan Bouchard, 19 minutes tonight. Darnell, there's 21 minutes, much more manageable. Uh, it, it did not look right from when I got to the forwards. Connor McDavid played under 20 minutes tonight, as did uh, – Zach Hyman, Drysaddle was just over 21, Nugent Hopkins under 19, uh, Evander Kane 17. So, yeah, yeah, uh, not quite as many minutes. I, I saw McDavid was at 30, and that just did not make sense. So uh, that one's on me. My apologies. Uh, Jessica says he's much better with less minutes now that Ekholm is here, referring to Darnell Nurse. And she also says, I miss Keith, but Ekholm is definitely filling that void. Ambulance? Down, you guys downtown, right? Yeah, that happens. Yeah. That happens. My, uh, I should just ignore it. Uh, Alicia, all three of you guys are downtown. Uh, hopefully everyone's okay. Hopefully that's not down at the Ice District. Alicia says a boost bomb on the side of the face resulted in a goal. Heavy shots go in. Yeah, how about that? I mean, a mere mortal like myself would have collapsed when that puck hit me in the face. Uh, Zach Hyman just deflects it off and uh, good for a goal. Zach, uh, pretty nice to see that, hey? Yeah, it was. I mean, talk about using your head, right? Uh, great job by Zach Hyman there, you know, for finding a way to get in front of that one. It was kind of funny listening to Kevin Biexa talk during the intermission, too. He kind of noted how, you know, Zach Hyman didn't really get busted open by that puck. Um, it's kind of funny how, you know, that puck just must have hit him in a certain way uh, where, you know, thankfully it didn't draw blood or anything like that. So, yeah, no, it's great to see. I mean, Hyman, he's going to score these goals in any way that he can, right? You know, he's always going to be in front of the net. He's always going to be driving down to that area. So, uh, yeah, it was great to see him get on the score sheet. Uh, Zachary on Facebook. Let's go Oilers, a diehard friend from New Jersey. We, on the last show, asked uh, where people were from, and we got people watching all over the world. It was super cool. So, uh, shout out to Zachary watching from uh, Jersey. <laughs> Kent says, pretty sure he angled his face to deflect that on a goal, and he did it without getting cut. Pure sniper. Yeah, Cam, I mean, you got to be a, a Ryan Smith-esque player for that type of goal. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, you do stuff like that, and you really endear yourself to the fan base. I brought it up earlier. Everybody remembers that Ryan Smith thing with the breakout pass. And for Hyman to do it the one time is, you know, it's that's pretty badass to do it once. But then coming back, like, a few shifts later and just barging into the net like that, knocking it over, yeah. that was, damn, that's something. I would, <laughs> by myself, there's no way. 
inconceivable. I, I could take a puck to the face like that and keep going after that. I said, like, he doesn't get credit for the goal, but that goal does not go in without him driving the net like he did, uh, creating a little mayhem in there. And good on Bukestad to recognize it. Just throw it in there. Okay, we've got Tyrell who's been in Mexico watching other games. Awesome. And Karen, I'm a New Yorker, diehard Oilers fan who's currently in L.A. Oh, man. Oh, and it was an Eastern accent. Okay, yeah, not a typo. Eastern accent. Buys. Uh, Mike D's watching in Seattle. Uh, Dwayne says, nice to see you uh, throttling again. Uh, I, I predict that on uh, the, the day job, the Jason Greger show, I said this is the game where the Oilers finally busted open. Uh, for a while there, was not confident. I thought maybe the LA Kings find a way to get back into it. Uh, but the Oilers did a good job in you know chasing Corpusalo. I think we're probably all on the same page. Uh, you don't go to Copley. You got to go back to Corpusalo. Hey, Zach? Yeah, I think so. Similar to how, you know what the Edmonton Weather's thought process was. I think it was like 17 or 18 days since Phoenix Copley had drawn into the net, and it kind of looked like it, right? So, you know, I think the LA Kings are kind of realizing that, you know, maybe Jonas Corpusalo isn't as great as they kind of thought he was because uh, he's definitely showing his warts here in the last two games, similar to what was happening when he was with the Columbus Blue Jackets earlier in this season. But, yeah, I would expect them to go back to uh, to Corpus Allo, and I don't think there's any reason to stray away from uh, Stuart Skinner and the Oilers' crease. Oh, 100%. 100% with that one. Uh, okay, just, just because we've got people here. Uh, Joel on YouTube watching in Sydney, Australia. Chuck's in Surrey. Alex shouting from or watching from Edmonton. Appreciate that. And uh, very nice from Zachary. It's people like you guys, which is the reason – uh, it's on my bucket list to take a vacation in Edmonton to attend a game live 100%. You have to get down to the Ice District Rogers place and watch a game. Uh, you have to see Connor McDavid in in real life. It's just as fast as he is on TV. Watching him in real life, it's it's unbelievable how fast that guy is and how quick he accelerates. Put it on the bucket list and uh, try to get out here. Maybe, just maybe, you know, AMA Travel can hook you up with a nice little vacation. I know they helped our good friends Tyler, Bag Milk, and Jay get down to L.A. Uh, are they going back Saturday? I don't know. But if you wanted to take a last-minute trip and go down to L.A., make sure you check out AMA Travel. Uh, fantastic folks there. And uh, they also power the out-of-town scoreboard. Uh, in case you missed it tonight, yes, Arvey picked up an assist for the Carolina Hurricanes. Came in a loss, but that doesn't matter. JP gets on the score sheet. Uh, the Islanders winning 3-2. Carolina now leads that series three games to two. Uh, the Dallas Stars knocked off Minnesota 4-0. They now have a 3-2 series lead. And, of course, here in our town, it was the Oilers 6, Kings 3. Oilers take a 3-2 series lead. Uh, tomorrow you've got the Florida Panthers right on the brink of elimination down three games to one. They're playing in Boston. It's a five o'clock start. And then only one other game. It'll be seven 30 Colorado up against Seattle. No kale McCarr. That series tied at two games apiece. Uh, Cam outside of the Oilers series, has there been uh, one that you've been paying particular attention to one that's uh, really been entertaining in your opinion? Yeah, there's been a couple out east. I think the Leafs and Lightning series has been good. It always is. It's always an exciting head-to-head. Uh, I'd love to see whether they're actually going to get the job done. They're up 3-1, to one, but they've been up 3-1 to one in the past, and they blew it against the Habs, so it's always possible to blow it to the two times down the Cup champions, though. I will say with the Lightning, it does seem as though they're kind of burnt out. It seems like they've had so many deep playoff runs over the past few years. They just don't have any legs left. And the other one that I was quite intrigued by was the, and Zach mentioned this earlier, it's been a blast to watch, is Seattle and Colorado. I'd really like to see the Avs get knocked out in the first round. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself at all, but 
you know, that makes the path a little bit easier. And that's kind of what we're all thinking about. But I mean, Steelers, as we know, have to take care of business and get this done against LA. So don't want to look too far ahead, but that, that, that is what I was paying attention to. How about you, Zach? Any other series you're watching? Uh, there's one that I'm keeping my eye on out east, and it's actually the series between the New York Rangers and the New Jersey Devils. Um, I've been on the, the New York Rangers are frauds boat all season long, uh, so that's kind of my ride-or-die call right now. And, hey, you know what? The Devils dropped the first two games of the series at home, came back and won two big games in MSG, which is really not an easy thing to do. Um, so I'm kind of keeping an eye on the Devils. I, I'd love to see them pull off an upset here in the first series. Uh, I, I mentioned, you know, just where are people watching from, and we always get a lot of people just throwing it out there, and we appreciate it. Ted's watching in Kelowna, Amanda's in Weyburn. Uh, we've got, what else do you have here? Victoria, BC from Maynard. Uh, we've got watching from Vancouver. That was Pete. Chris from Thailand. Love it. Evan, Toronto. It is one in the morning in Toronto, so thanks for watching. And uh, Donovan on Facebook says, love your shows, YouTube podcast, Oilers Nation. Let's go Oilers. Yeah, uh, Oilers Nation. Um, for me, I'm not there every day, but I, I love the content uh, that the team does there, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Oilers Nation every day, uh, OilersNation.com. I mean, fantastic writers. you got a couple here and a guys who also do work uh, covering the Jays as well. So, uh, yeah, Oilers Nation absolutely crushes it. The content team is fantastic. Quincy T. Rabbit knows that as well. And Donovan watching from Yellowknife. Uh, that's, that's on my bucket list. I'd like to get up to Yellowknife one day preferably in the summer to see what that's all about uh one thing we should say i mean hey if you want to make sure you're representing oilers nation head over to oodle noodle uh grab some noodles any location in edmonton you can grab a free sticker as well pop it on the vehicle uh show everyone you're a citizen someone asked about the leduc locations i don't know but you do have to go and find out so check out oodle noodle uh absolutely delicious celebrate the win with some great noodles tomorrow afternoon uh, right now, why don't we bring in Gavin, the producer, as we'll wrap this one up with some Betway picks. Uh, Gavin, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Like I was telling you guys earlier, I'm glad we didn't have the same roller coaster as we did in Game 5. So it was a nice, easy win, and it feels good going into Game uh, game 6, up 3-2 for sure. Okay, some more shout-outs on locations. Nanaimo, BC for Spencer. Jonesy from Spokane, Washington. Sasha from Thailand. Uh, Ewan says, Cam, happy with the Jays? I, that might have been a question, but I ain't got to be happy yeah. being the White Sox, right? It's been, uh, a, it's been a good start for the Jays. I mean, it sucks seeing the Tampa Bay Rays do what they're doing, but <laughs> yeah, man, and their start was ridiculous. What 12 and 0? Jeez, yeah, 12. Though, like they've only lost what three games this season, and two of them are to the Jays. Yeah, so well, what does that say about the Jays, right? Uh, <laughs> Royden says, Dyer Fran from Coral, Coral Harbor, Nunavut, let's go Oilers. Yeah, Oilers fans all over the world. Awesome to see. Uh, Matthews from Melville, Saskatchewan. Okay, let's uh, get a prediction for game number six down in LA. It'll be on Saturday. We don't know the puck drop as of yet, uh, but Cam, let's get a score prediction and how about a Betway pick as well? Okay, the last time that the Oilers had the chance to put the LA Kings away in a series was Game 7 last year, and they won that game 2-0. That's going to be my prediction for Game 6, so that's my bet. I'm not going to say the words out loud because it could be a jinx, but you can get what I'm, you can pick up what I'm putting. I got you. Uh, do you have anything for Betway? He made the under. That's, that's the one, that's the one. It's, that's uh, it's the Stewart's going to do the thing. 
Okay. Oh, I love it. Uh, let us know in the chats as well. Uh, 250 plus of you in there. Make sure you hit that like button as well. Let us know your uh, prediction for the score of Saturday's game, game six. Uh, Zach, what do you have? I'm going to go with a 3-1 victory for the Oilers. It's the same score that I called uh, ahead of tonight's game. I think it is going to be a little bit of a tighter affair. And for my uh, Betway bet, I'm going to go with a Ryan Nugent Hopkins goal. He's going to finally get off the shine in the playoffs and uh, get a little momentum heading into a second round series. Gavin, what are you thinking tonight? Yeah, I think it was put it away in game six. We went four to one and I'm going to pivot. I also had a Nuge anytime goal because I think the man is due as it can be. So I'm going to go Zach Hyman scores in his third consecutive game. So Hyman to find the back of the net. All right. I like it. Uh, I'm going to take, I'm just going to go with more points again. I like the goals of uh, five, two. I think the orders starting to show they figured out Corpus Allo. Uh shoot high, shoot high. And I don't know. Uh, let's say McDavid, two goals. I'll say Connor McDavid in an elimination game steps up and has a big performance. Uh, Ewan says four, nothing Oilers. Jonesy says three, two Oilers to close out the series. We've also got Jennifer on Facebook, 4-2 Oilers, McDavid with two goals. Jennifer, great minds. Uh, Royden says 5-2. Quincy says 5-2. Um, Alicia, 4-2. Yeah, so Oilers Nation confident. Like I said, I don't think we've ever, I think one time I picked them to lose a game, but we're always very positive, hoping they'll find ways to uh, pick up the victories. And this one, uh, no more than, no more than ever. Like we just, we need it to happen. Uh, we've also got Fogel. In game six, Warren Fogel. Uh, what you guys, very quickly, what'd you make of the play of the, uh, I know Jay won't say it, but bottom six. Uh, Cam, what'd you think? Well, specifically for Fogel, he got drilled a few times in that game, man. So, I mean, good on him for keep, keeping trucking. We talk about Zach Hyman getting drilled in the face and then going down and do it again. Uh, that hit by Dowdy on uh, on Fogel there was one of the, the hardest hits I've seen in the series. So, good on him for continuing to get out and grind after that. I thought the, the whole bottom six, I mean, they're, the reality with the 11 forwards thing, especially when the Oilers are so top six heavy, um, is those guys see really random and sporadic ice time with different centers. So, I mean, good on them for managing to stay in the game despite sometimes going extended periods without ice time, extended periods with a different center. Um, I think I think it was a, a good team effort by everybody tonight. How about you, Zach? Anyone? Uh, we can even uh, expand it throughout the roster with some unsung heroes in tonight's game. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to talk about that third line a little bit more. Um, absolute buzzsaw of a line. Warren Fogle, Ryan McLeod, and Derek Ryan. Like these guys, I really liked them in the regular season when we saw them together. Ryan McLeod and Warren Fogle have a lot of chemistry together and have formed a really solid third line for this team now and into the future. Um, really, really impressed with the performance that they had again tonight. I thought they were rock solid. How about you, Gavin? Yeah, I know you guys touched on it earlier, but I'm going to go. I'm going to keep pumping Stuart Skinner's tires. Obviously, the big narrative going into today's game was, was he even going to play? And he came in. He was good enough. He, he was good enough. He made the stops that he had to make, and, and he pulled out a victory for us. And I'm more than confident with him going into game six. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. A couple of days to take it easy de-stress if you may and uh if you may need to and it's gonna be fun on saturday we'll be back with another edition of oilers nation after dark once that one wraps up hoping it's not going to be uh eight o'clock start but we'll see what happens uh we've got the uh, the schedule makers will be figuring that one out uh dealing with three teams playing 
in uh, the one arena makes it tough. Although, I th- did I see the Clippers were knocked out tonight? So maybe it's just the Lakers and the Kings, but uh, hopefully they'll have that one figured out soon. Again, like we made our bet way back. If you want to have some fun, head over to Betway. Bet responsibly, 19 plus. And uh, just a couple more chats here. Demo, I see you on Facebook. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Carrie says Bukestad and Kulak were machines tonight. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Uh, Bukestad shows off that range a little more. And Ray Royden, we'll give you the final word. Vogel was pretty good tonight. Proberg was calm and collected throughout the game. Shout out to both. Yeah, glad he was okay because uh, originally when he fell into the boards, it did not look good. Uh, but yeah, found his way back onto the ice. Okay. That'll do it for us here on Oilers Nation. Uh, Quickly, big thank you to Cornerstone Insurance. Of course, Greta for the watch party. Uh, Make your reservations at gretabar.com slash book. Boston Pizza's new fanalytics menu. Nation Gear. NationGear.ca if you want to grab a shirt like that one or the shirt that Zach is wearing right now. Oodle Noodle. You want to go get some noodles and an Oilers Nation sticker. Any location in the city of Edmonton. And AMA Travel. If you're looking to get that quick trip down to Los Angeles, they are the best people to help you out with that. And of course, Betway 19 plus. Bet responsibly. For Coomzy, for Zach, for Gavin the producer, and everyone at Oilers Nation, thank you guys for tuning in to Oilers Nation After Dark. My name's Connor Halley. We'll talk to you again on Saturday. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.